Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Poetry Focus Podcast. I'm your host, David Youngblood, and today we'll be talking about the poetic technique of repetition, and we'll be using an excerpt from Percy Bysshe Shelley's poem, Prometheus Unbound, an excerpt from Book Four. But first, a word about uh, repetition in general. Poets often use repetition to create emphasis, and that's a fairly obvious statement to make. But the question we need to ask ourselves as writers and readers of uh, poetry is what's the purpose? What are we seeking to gain by this repetition? And again, repetition can take many forms. We can repeat words, phrases. We can even repeat sounds. Uh, We can repeat ideas. We can repeat images. Uh, There's just a whole plethora of things that we could do. So I'm going to read the poem to you, and then we'll take a look at some of the things that I think are going on here with repetition, uh, and then we'll close with another rereading of the poem. So here it goes, from Prometheus Unbound by Percy Shelley. To suffer woes which hope thinks infinite, to forgive wrongs darker than death or night, to defy power which seems omnipotent, to love and bear, to hope till hope creates from its own wreck the thing it contemplates neither to change, nor falter, nor repent. This, like thy glory, Titan, is to be good, great, and joyous, beautiful, and free. This is alone life, joy, empire, and victory. Now, this is a pretty powerful poem, and I think it's it's hard to mistake that uh, we're supposed to admire this Titan Prometheus, this fire-stealer who has offered mankind some kind of hope in their uh, time of darkness. But what I want to focus on is if you if you look at the, the text of the poem, and we've provided a copy of the text for you on our website at EliteLiteraryBookGroup.com, as, long as, as well as a, a, a write-up of this segment and then lots of other resources that you can make use of. But as you look at this poem and the text of it, what you'll notice is the word to, to suffer, to forgive, to deny, uh, to defy, to love, okay, uh, to hope. All of these repetitions give a movement to the poem. The preposition to is used to move the reader from a point of stasis to a point of action. And I think more than anything else, this is a a, a pep talk for humanity. Uh, And if you do the counting, if you do kind of the the calculus of the poem, what you'll find is the word to appears directly seven times and indirectly another seven times. By indirectly, I mean it's elliptical. Uh, it is omitted, although it could be stated. So, for example, in a line like, to defy power which seems omnipotent, to love and bear, to hope till hope creates, that second line, to love and to bear, to hope, okay, um, neither to change, nor to falter, nor to repent, all of these repetitions, again, promote this movement. And they also cause the reader to be like, caught up in the poem. You can't help but kind of have your heart race and and strengthened by this kind of call to action, or actually this call to greatness. Um, And so that repetition comes in in lots of forms. We see it again towards the end of the poem, where he's done this elliptical uh, trait in the last final two lines. Good, great, and joyous, beautiful, and free. This is alone life, joy, empire, and victory. So you could read that line quite naturally as, this is alone life, this is alone joy, this is alone empire, and this is alone victory. So you see what he's done is he's create, 
repetition through absence. It's a very, very nice technique on uh, Shelley's part. So here's the poem again. Think about what we've talked about with repetition. We haven't yet even talked about the sound or the use of the unusual rhyme scheme in this poem, but all that we can say for another time. So here's the poem one more time. Prometheus Unbound, excerpt from Book 4 by Percy Shelley. To suffer woes which hope thinks infinite, to forgive wrongs darker than death or night, to defy power which seems omnipotent, to love and bear, to hope till hope creates, from its own wreck the thing it contemplates, neither to change nor falter nor repent. This, like thy glory, Titan, is to be good, great, joyous, beautiful, and free. This is alone life, joy, empire, and victory. Thanks for listening. Again, you can find a wealth of resources at EliteLiteraryBookGroup.com, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again.